0: it take for you to be great keep it 100 bro you know the answer pursuing your purpose creating profits building legacy anything less how could you even fathom just sit back and imagine all that can truly happen when you pursue your passions yeah so eliminate distractions and get back to the action that's the law of attraction you gotta build a team to build a dream Family faith and focus, council can only build a king, are you prepared to reign, cause whether you weather the weather, the weather won't change, Uh, whether you weather the weather, your weather won't change, Uh, stay true to the vision, stay true to the mission, gotta get to the finish, take a moment to listen, and come and see it through our eyes, we'll show you what it means to live uncompromised, we're uncompromised, 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 cup of what a cup Welcome
1: to the Uncompromising Entrepreneur podcast presented to you by the Legacy Leadership Learning Group. Do you have the entrepreneurial spirit? Are you constantly thinking about how to create value and build new businesses? Maybe you're thinking about trying to find innovative ways of doing business to replace some old outdated ones. If so, then we are here to talk to you. Uh, This is a show where we teach you what it takes to pursue purpose, create profits, and build legacy. I am Jimmy Gonzalez Jr. And as always, I am joined by my co-host, Devon Watts. Yes, sir. And today, this is the first installment of our NBA series within our season three. We are excited and honored to have Kurt the Connector if clarity is what you need and clarity is what he provides he does this as a digital brand consultant specializing in creating strategies to build concrete branding and electrifying marketing these strategies are built to transform connection with your community but more importantly help you with that connection with your mindset as an entrepreneur Uh, again so we are thrilled and honored to have kurt the connector with us kurt how are you doing
2: Man, I'm doing exceedingly well and exceptionally awesome on purpose. On purpose, mm. man. Excited to be here and excited to have this opportunity.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely. On purpose, uh for sure. Gotta be intentional about that, right? One hundred percent.
2: One hundred percent.
1: Uh, for our new listeners uh, and even for our loyal listeners, uh, we definitely appreciate you taking the opportunity to like this episode, uh, comment and then share. Uh, Kurt is going to be dropping some nuggets. We know that. Uh, so you definitely want to make sure that you share this with some other entrepreneurs that you know are going to get benefit from this. Uh, if you're watching on a YouTube channel, make sure that you like the video. Please leave us a comment because we love to engage with you there. And if you haven't done so already, make sure that you subscribe to the channel as well. Uh, If this is your first time listening to our Mentored by Adversity series, uh, we're just going to chop it up with Kurt and really go through a conversation uh, about adversity that he's been through we all go through adversity as entrepreneurs at one point or another in our journey so we're really really excited uh and very interested to really learn more about you from that perspective yeah, kurt right um i've had opportunities and uh, again just blessed to, to be able to have conversations with you uh get coached up by you and also be a part of the the replay squad uh right. and our right. deeper right. than a brand community so shout right. out to our folks from the community over there as well uh, but yeah I, I really again am excited about learning a little bit more uh about some other things that uh, I may not be privy to and our audience may not be privy to maybe even your people as well. So, true, true. um, so yeah, man, definitely, uh, first of all, I just want to make sure for my fellas, everybody good right now. Everybody's yeah. mental is good. Our spirits good. are good. Feeling good. good. All I'm right,
0: ready so to go! Excited. A one. A one. A one. I'm excited as well. Uh, unlike the uh, Kanye album, you know, we promised our people <laughs> oh. we were going to drop a fire episode with an awesome guest, and we are absolutely going to deliver. Uh, we're not going to make our folks wait. So uh, I can't wait for us <laughs> to get into this, man. Yeah. Well,
1: before we even do that, D, I know you wanted to to kind of talk up a little bit about how how we got here. Um, you know, kind of based on the the episodes sure. that uh, that we did leading up to this moment.
0: For sure. Well, obviously, our community knows. Over these past couple of episodes, we've really been talking about our experiences, as entrepreneurs, and you know, concepts like rebranding, maintaining optimism. Um, you know, why now is the best time to start a business. All of these things that we wrestle with as entrepreneurs, but examining that through the lens of our journey as entrepreneurs, as we go through this rebrand, going from the Legacy and Leadership Podcast and Legacy Leadership Learning Group to the Uncompromising Entrepreneur podcast now that we have this refined focus, clarity of focus, purpose, and we've defined our niche. And we mentioned in one of the episodes as a part of that journey of discovery to get to this point, reaching out and seeking help and guidance and coaching. And Kurt was one of the individuals that was able to pour into us and really help us to refine our approach, um, think about our branding and really challenge us on, uh, a couple fronts, but one specifically around, Hey, keep in mind what the end goal is goal for your business. And if the goal is to build this coaching business where other individuals can come in and be a part of that and work with clients, and now you have this broader umbrella of coaching and it's not just you two working, make sure you set yourself up on that foundation to build from. And it, that was just such a valuable nugget. Um, and I know that we got some feedback from some of our, our listeners out there around that specific call out. And so we naturally said, man, why don't we just get <laughs> the man himself to talk to our people and right. share some of his wisdom and his knowledge along the way. So, uh, yeah, this will put a nice little bow on the series we've been doing um, and uh, give you an opportunity, Kurt, to connect directly with our community and our people so they can hear straight from you.
2: Awesome. Awesome. I'm 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 humbled to have that type of opportunity and, and moment. So, yeah, I'm going to pour into the community and yeah. give what I can. So, yeah,
1: let's go. So let's uh, let's start off, Kurt. Tell us a little bit about you personally and also professionally.
2: Listen, I, I like to keep it real simple. I'm just somebody that just loves to give at the end of the day. You know, um, I am I like to say I am not a go getter. Uh, I'm a go giver um <clears throat> and I come from a place of really looking to um give every day uh because I feel that if I do that and I maximize every day, then the next day I have more to give and so if I give to the absolute best you know uh you know just watching the nba championships if i can give on the level that uh giannis gave mm-hmm. in that final then i will have a championship the next day and be able to give the next day you know i'm i'm somebody that loves sports uh, i use a lot of sports analogies in my head i say that in my head a lot of things that i help people with provide clarity with comes from uh the organized sports Uh, background and perspective but um, from that I look to to listen to the people that I'm helping people that I'm talking to and figure out how I can make sure that it's connecting with them to maximize their life and the way they see the world because if I'm telling you the way I see it that may not work for you Mm -hmm. so it's really about figuring out the way you see the world the way you analyze the world and then what you can do with Um, with what I call the next 48 hours so Mm. great to get all the emotion it's great to get all the energy and motivational words uh, but action and execution is to be worshipped so what can you do in the next 48 hours To get the what I call, you know, uh, avalanche doesn't become an avalanche until first it starts off as a snowball and creates momentum. So how can we create momentum in the first 48 hours? And then from that, just be one percent better every day. Mm. So
0: uh, you mentioned that you like to use sports analogies. Uh, So I'm going to jump right into one. But my man came right off the bench pulling from three. Uh, with curry range and accuracy with some of the nuggets (laughs) that you just dropped here really quickly one of the things that stood out to me is that you're saying you're not a goal getter but a goal giver Um, which I think is powerful because one of the things we talked about uh, as entrepreneurs at our core when we're talking about entrepreneurship at its core uh, helping people at, at our core is we're doing two things we are Uh, You know, solving problems and teaching along the way, solving problems and teaching. And Mm -hmm. I think to what you spoke about, that's a critical element of teaching is understanding how your quote unquote student is viewing the problem and viewing the world and then teaching from that perspective, as opposed to sharing with them how you're seeing the world, uh, which I think is just a super, super, super powerful man. Um, and you can definitely see, at least in our experiences, we know that you're true to that. You're true right. to that in terms of your passion of giving. Uh, but I think that's a, a really powerful perspective um, to have, man. So that's, that's super dope. Um, and then, the, obviously, the next critical question is:
2: Did you play sports? Because uh, you yeah. use you, you, yeah.
0: You, you sports analogies. So what sports yeah. did you what sports did you
2: play? Listen, uh, I'm gonna name them, but let me tell you, I played everything that got me out the house. so you know i played i played basketball i played baseball my love is football but um i was a yeah i still believe listen and i'm gonna get on my soapbox a little bit for anybody watching it's all good football is to this day the greatest organized sports in my opinion because of what it teaches you OK, mm. some people may not like it. They say it's violent and and, you know, other things. But listen, what you learn in football is so critical. You know, everything matters. You know, if you're not touching the line, you know, we used to run suicides back in in the day where it was suicides. You know, and mm-hmm. I'm talking about two days when they didn't mm-hmm. believe necessarily in water breaks. Yeah. So um, it really was, you know, football is a game of inches and that's what i apply to life and i like to tell you know i've coached and i tell kids that i've coached and i use this in life too the way you treat football is the way you're going to treat life you know because what happens when you get knocked down what happens when you have adversity what happens when it's the fourth quarter in life and you may have to go 90 yards do you have that belief um to say you know what i'm i'm going to go for it it doesn't mean you're going to Uh, score every time but are you giving your absolute every play and that's the same thing in life and business are you giving your all are you willing to do the small things when coach is telling you hey i need you to touch the line Mm. you know the difference between good and great is inches you know and that's what you learn in football but also listen I love football because it's legalized violence. You're 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 <laughs> imposing your, <laughs> will your will on yes, somebody. yes. <laughs> you know you're imposing your will Holistic. on somebody. But and you have to do that in life and you have to do that in business. Sometimes when you want to close a deal, when you want to get into the room, you have to impose your will, and you have to believe when you step on the field, all systems go. And if you don't believe you're the best. The other person will understand that and they will take it from you. And sometimes it's about this is me and mine and we either gonna do two things. It's gonna be a draw at the end of the game or I'm going to beat you. And I apply that, but Billy, really I learned the process from football. That's where I really learned the process of that's the beauty in it, you know, and how can you equalize things? I like to say that too. There's gonna be somebody faster, bigger, stronger. But can you stay consistent for four quarters? I can you're gonna jump out in the first quarter. you may get me, mm. but I'm gonna be right there each and every play, each mm. and every down. I'm gonna be right there until the point I've had people say like man do you do you ever get tired? Nope, because <laughs> I was pushing till you got to that breaking point because I mm. knew my breaking point. Mm. I knew when I was going to hit you know tap out, but it was just things like I never go to a position of submission, which means I never put my hands on my knees. You know, I always kept my hands on my hips because if I could show the other person that I take, I took your best and I can still come back. If you're not mentally built for it, I'm just going to beat you because I'm mentally stronger than you. Yep. And so when you make the mistake, I'm just going to capitalize. And all that is, is I'm just going to do it one play and do one play again. And one play again. And it's a series of one plays. And if I do everything consistently, first, second, third quarter, by the time we get to the fourth quarter where you're failing on your technique, my technique is still going to stay the same. And so I'm just going to beat you because I didn't shoot myself in the foot. Mm -hmm. And that's the same thing in business. Sometimes it's just about, I'm just going to show up and be consistent. And I'm Mm -hmm. just going to out, I'm going to outwork you because I'm going to show up every day, 15 minutes early. I'm gonna do a great job, and I'm gonna come back and do it again, and I'm gonna come back and do it again until the point you say, "Man, do you ever stop being excellent?" Nope, nope, sure don't, <laughs> nope. Well, I'm nah. gonna be here all day, all I love it. day. So yeah, I love it. that's my little you know plug it? for football.
1: You're not gonna get any <laughs> arguments from us. Uh-uh, um, no. So we we joke. Uh, with our listeners and our viewers, that you know, this is not really a sports podcast because no. we definitely use a lot of sports analogies, um, and we do talk about sports because there's there's a lot of things that you can learn from um, our experiences playing sports, and then things that we're seeing, you know, in, in live in the sports world today. Uh, so, the next question, because we're still trying to learn a little bit more about you personally, right. if you played football, what position did you play?
2: So. I played everything except for offensive and defensive line, and I still knew their positions too. True. Um, mm-hmm. And here's why I went to, I was fortunate enough to go to a Eddie Robinson football camp before, okay. you know, the great Eddie Robinson passed away. I mm-hmm. was lucky to attend that. And one of the things that he said to me still um, sticks with me to this day. He said, The player that I can trust and knows what he has to do, and the person to the left and the right of him, Is the person that I will make sure gets on the field in some way Mm. because that person shows me that one I can trust them and two they are looking beyond themselves to understand how what they do ties into what the next person does and the next person so. You know, if you can think three steps ahead, like, hey, I played wide receiver, DB, safety, linebacker, anything, pump return, kick return. I was like, I need to learn it all to get on the field. Now, of course, mm. listen. At one time, I was 135 pounds. I wasn't blocking anything um, <laughs> physically. In my head, I was like, Yo, you put me down, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll block. It's not going to. I can hold him for about a second. But um, what I learned from that was Eddie Robinson was saying, Hey. It's not just about you, what you do affects everyone. And that's why I loved you know, football mm-hmm. because it also ties to business. That's why when you see me talk about collaborations and partnerships is because I realized I could do everything right, but if the 10 other people that I'm with does everything wrong, it doesn't matter. Or 10 people can do everything right, but if I don't run the right route, I don't block the right person, I jump off sides that affects 10 other people. Um, and so that really taught me about business because in business you have to understand no one is, you know, I, I don't, I don't enjoy when I hear people say I'm a solopreneur. No, you're not. No, you're not. You are not. And here's why someone somewhere helped you and you can fund your own business. You know, um, Sam Walton said the great the, everyone has a CEO and that's the customer and they can fire us anytime that they want to. And so if you don't understand that you don't become successful by yourself, no one becomes successful in a vacuum. You're dependent on someone. Someone has helped you. Someone has referred people to you. Um, and someone is out there helping you. And so, you know, going back, yeah, I played every position because I was like, if it gets me on the field, I need to learn how to play it. I need to learn about it. But really it helped me because I understood what the running back was looking for. I understood how I, as a receiver played into that 80 yard touchdown run because I had to block my person. You know, Mm -hmm. bill Belichick says, do your job. If I'm not blocking that running back hits the corner and I miss my man, that goes from a 10 yard play to an 80 yard play. If I just do my job, but also third down and five, I need to go six yards and catch the pass to keep the play going. Do my job. Don't jump off sides. Do my job. So, yeah, man, I played DB, safety, uh, wide receiver, running back, played a little quarterback. You know, like I said, anything <laughs> that got me on the field. And, the, you know, I told Eddie Robinson told me, you want to get on the field fastest, young man, as a, a smaller player, play, no play the return team. Be oh, on yeah. special teams. Yep. Oh, and yeah. so I was a crazy person that was like, if I can make one person miss, I'm good. I just got to make one person miss. And then, of course, you know, Dion was my idol. I had the neck band and everything. You know, <laughs> had the gloves off. You could not tell me I won little prime primetime. <laughs> yeah. so, <you> know. <laughs> primetime Kurt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was me, man. You could not tell me, man. I would stand back there and get punched. Like, let's go. Kick it to me. But, um, yeah, man. You know that, and then of course I did martial arts and boxing, and so that helped me out too. Because uh, my dad told me one time, you might be a little short, so you got to be nice with your hands. So, Facts. you Facts. Know, uh, so all man. of that a played in part. <laughs> yeah, all of that played a, a, a part in it. But yeah, That's football dope. definitely has has mm-hmm. done the most for my mindset.
0: Well, what I think, you know, some of the things that you touched on and it kind of ties back into the things we've been talking about in business and even it's funny, man, It even reflects a little bit in kind of the space that you're in right now and what you really help other uh, entrepreneurs do or master the through line between all of this is the emphasis on execution. Like you were talking about like knowing the other position. So it's twofold, right? Like you have to be aware of what's required from the team. Doesn't mean that I can actually execute in that area, but I know what what is needed to execute. And because of that, I'm able to ensure that my teammates are executing at a high level, but also whatever position I occupy, whatever it requires for us to be successful as a team, I have to make sure that I'm executing and executing with excellence. And it's like those lessons that you learned at such an early age, um, you've obviously continued to carry with you. And now in the position that you're in right now, working with entrepreneurs on their branding, it comes down to that, uh, being able to execute. And I think you even said, you know, that next 48, right? Because all the motivational speeches are cool, but action needs to be worshipped. Uh, And so again, it just really comes back to execution. So uh, I appreciate you sharing that because it really helps to shed some light on the mindset that you have today
2: and how you apply that to business and working with entrepreneurs. I think that's super dope. Yeah, because knowledge is a great equalizer. I tell that to people too, you know, I may not be as talented as you, but if I, I can balance that out by knowing more, you know, and as long as I can know more again, then that helps me out because when talent doesn't work hard, talent drops off. But if mm-hmm. I'm if I can do knowledge then I can beat you to that moment because the knowledge is something you can't take away. So no not at all.
1: I think that also speaks to one knowing your strengths and then, you know, as an entrepreneur really working to be a practitioner and and, and being skillful at what you do. I play linebacker. I'm five five kind of sort of right. uh, and you know two things one When one of the great moments, uh, or or I guess, you know, most exciting parts too, was being able to call the plays in the huddle. Typically that's the middle linebacker. Now at times I played middle, but I mainly play strong and weak side. But my coach knew the intelligence and and trusted me to be able to call the plays. And and like you said, know where everybody's supposed to be and make sure that my teammates were lined up and get us going. Mm -hmm. Um, The other thing is, at playing linebacker right like you have to especially when you're playing against uh, offensive linemen that are you know six foot 200 300 pounds it's about leverage how do i use the leverage that i have mm-hmm. to be able to to get past that block or the, the little bit of quickness that i have to be able to get right. around them mm-hmm. so i can do what i can to help my teammates and to make a play uh, and again all of that you know definitely fits with our entrepreneurs and, and what we do is knowing your strengths uh, and by knowing those strengths, leveraging those to the best of your abilities so that you can you can make a play, you can be successful in, in that space that you're in. Right. Um, but I am curious, curious, what what was a moment if it was a moment or maybe a series of moments that that led you to to know and definitely you felt like entrepreneurship and serving in this way was was your calling?
2: Um, <laughs> You know, we always learn the greatest uh things in trials and tribulations you know and uh one thing that i i remember is when you see a coach that you don't feel coaches very well a lot of times you will say i i want to do better than the person that is doing something for me right and so i remember having someone i'm i'm not going to say a leader someone that was over me position wise And one time they made a statement um, that really stuck with me where it was like, well, you know, the way you do things, the way you operate. And I'm someone that loves people. You know, I really love people. I love talking to people. I love meeting people and just engaging in that way because Mm -hmm. people are what's the backbone of anything. Yes, sir. And so, you know, uh, they made a statement was, you know, you you talk to people too much and that's not important. Mm. And they was like, you really need to focus on your job and worry about that less. And I said, really? I said, okay. why is that? He's like, well, you know, no one needs that. And that struck me, you know, that really that really rocked me for a second, because. What I felt I was contributing, again, going back to sports, was important. It helps us all win. And that moment was one of those moments when it's like, okay, you're not... What you're trying to do is break my spirit. Mm. You know? And that's when I realized, uh, I'm not going to be comfortable someone having that type of leverage over Mm. me. Especially, again, I'm someone... um, I I get in. I understand my role. I maximize my role. I do it to the best of my ability, but I also understand the power of team. Um, And so at that moment when it was felt that, okay, you devalue who I am as a person, not that I wasn't doing my job well, not that I came in late report late, anything like that. You devalued me at the core of who I was. Mm -hmm. And that was a moment where I was like, You know what? Mm -mm. I am not going to feel comfortable giving someone that type of leverage over me when it's just position based. Right. You know, you're a subpar leader. You don't like people. You're not connected with people. You can't move people. You're flexing because you have a position. Mm. That was the moment that I was like, okay, I need to believe in myself enough to know I can push all the chips in the middle. And go forward because only the other thing that I realize is you're putting your limitations on me, and we're not built the same. So, Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. you're not comfortable, because you won't take, you know, believe in yourself, because you're willing to be in this position, and now you're you want to stagnate anyone else that is quote unquote a threat to you, you will snuff people's energy away to quote unquote break them. And so I was like, okay, got you. You're on my get list, you know? <laughs> and so I still have, I go over that thought. When I get tired, I hear that voice. I keep them in my phone and I remember that. So I'm like, you know what? This was the moment where I was like, you gotta push all the chips to the middle. You know, mm. you gotta pull the safety net from under you. Cause mm. if you really gonna go for it, you gotta go for it. And there's people like that out there that are going to look to snuff out your light and your energy because they don't want to see you do better than them. And mm-hmm. so that was a moment um, that changed it for me. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I, I, just, I felt it. I felt
0: overcome by what you were saying. so when we hear something that is fire, like we got to drop and let our people know, Hey, that was a bar uh, that my man just dropped. And when he said, look, you, you were putting your limitation on me. And we are not built the same. like right. that's right. that summarizes it all. Exactly. That was a golden and nugget. Just dropped on. That was a golden nugget. Dropping on your head. Same. Um, but I I think that's that's so powerful. And actually, what I enjoyed the most about these NBA sessions is you actually get a chance to talk to folks that have gone through these processes and these internal struggles, and they've wrestled with these ideas, and you know. We've all had to come to that point where we decided to bet on ourselves. Like you said, push all the chips in the middle and say, hey, I'm betting on myself. You also get to understand how these moments that they've or experiences that they've had have helped shaped who they are today. And so I couldn't help but just be smacked in the face with the fact that even like the origin of your kind of your your name, your moniker, like Kirk, the, the connector. Like, it all comes down to, like, I would like to I connect with people. I understand the value of relationships. And in that moment, from that interaction with the person who was in a, the position above you, again, I'm not going to give him the, the honor of being called a leader. It's yep. far, far from that. But that person right. who was in a position above you, trying to snuff out, you know, your desire for connection you know you took that moment and it provided the clarity of this is the core of who i am this is the thing that i value the most this is what makes me unique this is my the intersection of my passion and my skill set so it must be my purpose let me go all in on my purpose uh and from there you know the rest is history and you've been able to build the brand that you've been able to build Um, i think that's that's just powerful as hell and the fact that you continue to carry it with you because uh, in, inevitably we run into those moments where, right. like it, you know, we get tired, we get drained, we get lonely, and you have to come back to your why. You have to come back to your purpose, uh, yep. and uh, you holding that with you, man, it's just powerful, 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 powerful. I appreciate you sharing that with us. That was well, again you. a whole thank bar.
2: You. Thank you.
1: So definitely you know we kind of talk about an origin story right Um, Right. i I love the way that you just broke that down for us and and as devon mentioned how that really i think solidified your purpose and who you are kurt the connector from that moment how did you how did you go about finding like your tribe and your community that you know like yeah i want to, i love people but like these are the individuals this is the group that i really want to connect with and be able to help and serve
2: right so you know i'm a take us on a story remember let's go we all kind of went through high school homeschool whatever you you had some social interactions right and whenever someone has social interactions they normally walk in you remember that first day you get into school you're in the auditorium you walk in or wherever your school was cafeteria and you look around and you kind of say okay who are the people that i identify with you know who are the people that I resonate with either by what they wear, kind of how they're acting, what they're doing. And then you go out and you kind of go and you sit down, you know, with people and you get to talk to them and they may not be your first crew, you know, and you might get up and say, okay, you know what? I met somebody else. That's more my liking, you know? Uh, But it's about, you know, again, the origin is going back to understanding the niche, understanding who you are why were you built what were you put on this earth to do a lot of times i tell people we have to go mining for gold internally first to get the gold out that we're looking for externally because a lot of times what's what we (laughs) what we need is inside of us we are unwilling to dig inside first to pull that out so we can help externally you know because if i don't know who i am if i don't understand what i'm supposed to do and we don't ever fully know we want to get close and keep going um Mm -hmm. because you're always learning your life is a great teacher you think you have something down cool now it's gonna give you something else if you're in a Mm -hmm. growth mindset so you know that's where branding comes in it's like what who am i supposed to talk to Who am I supposed to help? What story do I have that will resonate with a certain group of people? Because if you're talking to everyone, you're not talking to anyone. Mm -hmm. You know, if you're talking to everybody in the crowd, then you're talking to no one in the crowd. And so you have to there's a moment where you're like, this is my community. This is my tribe. And let me be the best at talking to them. And what we've learned, Jimmy, you're a part of it. What we learned especially about branding is, I'm a, you listen, I'm a big martial arts person. I grew up watching Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee said, I'm more fearful of the man that throws one punch 10,000 times than the man that throws 10,000 punches once. And so what does that mean? You have to go an inch wide and a mile deep compared to what a lot of people do, which is go a mile wide and an inch deep. There's nothing there. So figuring out who you're talking to, I'm talking to the person that needs clarity, the person that needs their mindset shifted, the person that has dealt with some 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 doubts, procrastination, lack of belief. And I am here to say you can you can do it. But it's not going to be easy. It's going to be days that you're going to be tired. You're going to be upset. You're going to be mad. You're going not, you're not going to believe in yourself. And one of the, and the reason why I can say that is because I dealt with that. I dealt with waking up and not 100 percent being on, you know, you know, people like, oh, Kurt, you're always motivated. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm just disciplined enough to know that discipline shows up when motivation is lacking. When motivation is not around, your discipline kicks in. When your confidence is not there, discipline kicks in. And so the reason why I can talk to people about that and talk to people about mindset and tell you, hey, you can overcome it, is because I've been there. And so that's the tribe of people that I'm talking to, the entrepreneur that is that wants it all, but they need to kind of figure it out. You know the person that's like, "Hey, I got a beautiful outfit on, my hair's done, nice suit, nice dress," but I'm walking in the dark room and I don't know where I'm going. I'm the person that will come in and say, "Hey, okay, let's turn on the light switch. This is where you go." You know, or you know, we come from the barber shop. We got a nice haircut, beards laid. You know, you're getting ready to look at yourself. The barber says, hey, "You know, hey, here's the the mirror, and the mirror's dusty, the mirror's foggy, the mirror's cracked. I clean the mirror off." You know, Mm -hmm. and so you really get to see who you are. You really get to figure out what you look like. But then let's put some steps in to help you. You know, let's put some anchor points or let's just celebrate that you have done a lot. A lot of times people say, I don't have a story. And I like to say a surgeon can a surgeon cannot operate on themselves because they're too close to it. Mm -hmm. A lot of times until you say it and somebody says, well, wait a minute, that's powerful. That's powerful. You grew up in a foster care home. You overcame, you know, homelessness from 10 to 16. You had to believe in yourself and you had to fend for yourself and do all this. That's a story because there are people out there that can resonate with that. But what did that teach you? Oh, it teach you. It uh, taught you about resiliency. It taught you about being able to critically think, figure things out, problem solve. Okay, Mm. you can teach that. Because you went through that. You lived that and at times tell your story. You don't have to you know, it's not that you're you're asking for um you're asking for pity, but you're saying, hey, listen, let me I take use myself. I played football for the first three months in church socks. Mm. I did, because my dad was like, if you're really serious, you don't care what you wear, you're gonna go up there and show up. Listen, I had church socks on. They used to call me choir boy. Because they was like, yo, you ain't got no regulars. You won't have no regular socks, man. You you got what you coming up here in these black Sears and Roebuck <laughs> socks on, man, playing playing football, man. You know you're supposed to have some white hey, hey, listen, man. I I had to prove it. You know, I had to show up and be like, you know, and that again, I I I, I tell that story too. My dad was the first person that was like, I'm gonna do this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to show you that I'm that serious about playing this sport. And if I have to show up in church socks five no, days a week, it. I'm going to do it because again, what, what is a belief of, I don't believe you'll do it. Watch me. Mm-hmm. Watch me. He's and first you're going to person to my on my game. Get list. You're you, your first person on my get list. Okay. <laughs> you're going to be my first person. and And, and 90 days later, when I heard, okay, you really are serious about playing this sport. Yes, I am. Yes, mm-hmm. I am. Now, I need them socks. <laughs> and I need them socks. And somebody's going to catch it at practice. Yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Somebody's, somebody's yeah. going to catch it at practice right now. And so All those
1: choir boy comments. All those choir boy I was like, call comments. me choir boy now. You're going to be yeah. singing.
2: Yeah. Like, listen, you're going to get me too. Okay, I got it. You're going you to catch me with a block or catch me with a good hit. Okay, we're going to shake hands and come back again. Mm -hmm. But I haven't forgot. And so when I get tired, when I don't want to give, when I feel like I've given out, it's like there's somebody out there that is looking at you that's like at the point where, is that me?
0: No, you're
2: good. Okay, there's somebody out there that's at their point where they're like, I don't know if I can do this anymore. And I'm like, no, no, no. Yes, you can. Mm -hmm. Yes, you can. You have one more in you. You have one more play in you. Now, do you need some Gatorade? You need some water? You need a breather? Cool. Mm -hmm. But this is not the moment to stop because you have a little more in you. Now, you're going to have to give to get. you got to structure some things. You may have to say, you know, Jimmy, I'm going to say you in the gym. Okay, you know what? I'm going to have to step back. I'm going to have to look at this bar. I'm going to have to talk to myself. And it's Mm -hmm. it's make a break time. Mm -hmm. The bar may win, but what's not going to happen is I quit. Mm. I know what quitting feels like. Okay, you know what? If it gets me, it gets me. But it's never going to say it's because you didn't give your all. Because even in that, you learn something. Right. You know, I like to tell people when you go out and do sales and you have to talk to people. Understand what getting a thousand or a hundred no's will do to you. You figure out how to talk real quick. Yep. You figure out how Facts. to communicate to people. You figure out how to look at the small things, body language, and, you know, how to open with open-ended questions and make sure that you're giving value and how to really talk to people to a pain point. You don't learn that if every time you sell, you get a sale back. Because the moment's going to happen when somebody's going to tell you no. Get those no's out early. Get 100 no's first. And so when you get that one, yes, you've learned your process and now you can achieve a higher percentage of yeses because you decrease the amount of no's because you really now are executing, you know, so you flip the bar, you snatch the bar a hundred times and didn't do it. At some point, if you're doing good technique, you're going to be like, okay, I know what it is, you know, and even when I trained people, I told them we're going to drop the weight. You're going to get better technique because I can, yeah, you I'm can right. always get stronger. But you can't always you can't improve good technique if you're muscling it at some point that muscling is going to do one of two things. You're going to snap something
1: Mm -hmm. or
2: you're going to get to a weight that you can lift if you had good technique and not. And that little that little person is going to be over there snatching it. Why? Because they're maximizing everything. And, And that's the other thing I learned. Maximize everything. We all are built for a purpose. You know, a reason. So yeah. going back to that, I know I was long winded about that, but my tribe is the person that's really that needs clarity. You know, I've drilled down that clarity is what we need and clarity is what I provide. And then giving you some mindset shift, you know, that kick in the butt, like, no, man, get up. Let's go. But I'm not going to let you get up by yourself. I'm going to be there with you to say, okay, now what do we need to do? Step one, step two, step three. Now, how do you feel? You've done three steps. Now turn around and look like, whoa, I came this far? Yes. Now, let's do it again. Wash, rinse, repeat. Mm.
1: Yeah, it's one thing that that struck me, you know, when we had uh, that conversation and, and you were, again, providing guidance and really coaching me, too, is that I have a better understanding now of, of the origin of Kurt, the Connector. But what I even told you, the way I felt, like you helped me to connect the dots, right? And see, okay, this is this is where we're at, All right? Yeah, that makes sense as far as where you know where we would really need to be, where we would like to go, and then how do we start connecting those dots to get there? Um, and you're so on point, man. Again, that gets a couple of things. Like when you talk about those hundred no's, I always told people as I coach them in in sales, think about that as practice. And we just talked in one of our last episodes about building practice time in. So instead of thinking, oh, you know, I I didn't get that person to say yes. And it was kind of a failure. No, that was an opportunity for you to practice. And you go into that call with the mindset of I'm going to get them to say yes. But if not. Go through your processes, right, and try to, to resolve objections and, and and do the things that you need to do and continue to get better because you know the numbers don't tell you. Everybody's not going to say yes. Right. So out of 100, if you got 10 people, it's probably going to be more like three or five people that you get to say yes. Right. So you know that. So make sure that you're going into it with that same amount of intensity. That's why coaches, right, we talk about that as well. Uh, it's so important in practice to give everything you got because once that opportunity presents itself and it's game time, it makes things so much easier for mm-hmm. you. And the other part is is technique, which gets back to me about, again, being a practitioner, being skillful at what you do. Um, so even this week, uh, I was working on on my power clean. I'm not back to the weight that I know I can do, But it's because I took so much time off. My technique is just horrible. So I'm working to get my technique back. But the mindset piece, the other day we were working on a a one rep max. And I got to a particular point. It was like 2.15. I'm like, you know what? I'm good. I'm done for today. And then uh, my coach, he was like, no, I'm going to give you guys a few more minutes. I'm like, okay. He's giving us a little bit more time. Now, nah, like you can do this. Pack some more weight on there. Uh, again, mentally visualizing myself going through the process, thinking about my technique and the things I need to do. Uh, I still kind of muscled it up, but I got it. You know right. what I mean? Uh, but it's it's having that that wherewithal and, and that mindset that Nah, I can do this. But also knowing, man, when I continue to practice and get better at my technique. 235, 245, 255, whatever is is not going to be a problem because the strength is there, but the technique that I need that's even that much more important is going to be there as well. And as entrepreneurs, you know, again, being skillful and having, uh, having talent, but having that technique along the way definitely helps us to. Uh, to excel even more and especially during the days again where you, you may be struggling I know I can always rely back on my technique to make sure that I, I'm getting these things done
0: right right yeah right. what I actually appreciated about it too um, when you know Kurt was talking about technique is he also touched on discipline and how discipline mm-hmm. is necessary and discipline shows up when motivation is lacking and so mm-hmm. with that emphasis on technique and practice like you called out that's also how you develop the discipline the discipline to be able to push through when you feel like you're at the wall Uh, and having a coach who can come by you and say, all right, like you said, Kurt, what do you need? You need some Gatorade. You need some water because quitting is not on the menu. Right. So if you need some more time, get the time in. But we're coming back to this and you're going to learn something. We're either going to overcome or we're going to conquer or we're going to learn something else that we can incorporate so that we can get to the point where we can overcome and conquer. Um, And the last thing that that really stood out to me, and I thought was a powerful, powerful call out for entrepreneurs out there uh, around story and realizing that we all do have a story. And I love how you said a surgeon can't operate on themselves. They're too close to it. So sometimes you need somebody to take a step back and say, tell me your story and let me highlight the powerful points that resonate. So that you can go and evangelize your story and share your story with people, not with the intent of, uh, again, bragging, that's not it, or seeking pity, it's not that at all, it's seeking connection, that's how you find your tribe is through these shared stories, there's a reason why. You know, oral history is so important. We have stories that we read today that's required reading in in schools today in 2021 that were written in the 1400s, 1300s that have just been passed down because stories are so powerful. They're a part of connection and connecting with one another. Um, And so I thought that was powerful because, yeah, when we talk about branding, when you talk about uh, finding your tribe or finding your community, Uh, For a lot of our entrepreneurs, you have to stop thinking about, you know, your social media engagement and anything you do from a marketing perspective as a commercial and start thinking of it as a conversation. And how can you have conversations with people? And when you're having conversations with your tribe and your niche, you naturally put yourself in a position for exposure and to be able to grow. Um, So I think that was super dope that you called that out as well, man. A lot of nuggets, a lot of nuggets. Oh, yeah,
1: absolutely. (laughs) So uh, I'm curious, and I'm sure our listeners are as well. Uh, who are the people that have helped you, Kirk, grow as an entrepreneur?
2: Um, so you know, uh, of course, the man upstairs. I have to give I have to give that credit amen. first because he put it. Amen, he amen, put amen, them amen. gifts in me. You know, yes sir. He put them gifts in me. Uh, I've had a lot of people when I look back over my life that have helped me at different stages. You know, mm-hmm. I had uh, my first baseball coach uh, was a gentleman uh, by the name of Reggie. And what he taught me was really how to give selfishly, you know, selflessly, where he would pick all of us up. I still remember he had a light blue Ford F-150. and But it was the greatest moment in my life to see him show up to pick us up, you know, because he was like, hey, I, I've seen him run. I think he can play outfield. I need him. And, you know, my mom and my dad uh, were both working to take care of the house. So they just, at the time, didn't have time. And he said, well, if you guys will let me pick him up, I'll make sure he gets to practice and home. But, you know, we, it would be 10 of us in the back of his truck. And really what that taught me was if, some, if someone needs an opportunity and I can provide the vehicle to get them there, do it you know, because it doesn't cost me anything. And that is going to be, I like to call it, um, the fruit that I'm bearing, the fruit that I'm enjoying is from the investment in the seed. And sometimes you don't get to see the seed fully blossom, but because you invested in the seed, that fruit will help others over and over. So, you know, Reggie kind of put me on that journey. And then, you know, in today's time, you know, we know Nikki, Marty, um, you know, being around them has helped tremendously, you know, just, uh, listening to them, listening to the wisdom, um, listening to them, break it down, uh, you know, Jim Rome as, as well, listening to him. Uh, but those are some of the key people that have really just helped me, uh, on this journey. You know, I would probably give them as the two biggest, influences because i've been around them the most uh but outside of that it's also been just sometimes reading and and uh learning the principles i like to say that there's principles hardwired principles for success you know Mm -hmm. the the henry fords the um the 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 um benjamin carter's you know the the Henry D the boy, all those, you know, people, Malcolm X, you know, all of those people have been successful. Some not in business because they were leaders, but the principles that they, they had were key, you know, but yeah, I would probably say Marty and um, Nikki are probably been the two biggest influences on, on me in, in business. Awesome. Dope, dope,
0: dope, dope, dope.
1: So what um, what words of advice? I mean, you've definitely provided a lot of of golden nuggets, you know, but if we had to kind of break that down, uh, what words of advice would you share with uh, entrepreneurs out there that are listening, that are watching or aspiring entrepreneurs uh, today about building a business?
2: Um, So let me let me say this. Let me go back first. If you're doing a nine Mm -hmm. to five, it's okay to do a nine to five. You know, I think with the growth of entrepreneurship, it's been this reverse looking down on people um but you can have some great people that um are great as being supports. they can be great number twos, they can be great managers, they can lead your company outstanding you know, so first, I would say, if you want to be an entrepreneur, you better understand this: anything that you're dealing with is going to be exposed being an entrepreneur. It's going to pull it out of you. If you don't like to wake up on time, you're going to deal with time management. If you don't Mm -hmm. like to be organized, you're going to deal with having to be organized. If you're not inspired, you're going to deal with inspiration. Anything that you do not want to deal with, you're going to deal with it first. So there's going to be some emotional maturity, some emotional intelligence you're going to have to face um to get ready for a lot of people to doubt you Um. get ready for it build build the calluses prepare Mm. and but i like to say the flip side i like to reframe and look at it the reason why some people you may feel are doubting you is that it's not that they're doubting you they've seen your pattern of not finishing that's what they've noticed and so now what they're saying to you without saying it is You've done this so many times that your pattern has shown me that you don't finish. So will you finish? So I will say also as an entrepreneur, hey, finish. Finish something. And sometimes, next, I will say this, get rid of your ego. Your ego, I got this from my my man in Nero, your ego is not your amigo. Okay? Get rid of it because... Again, I watch a lot of war movies, too, and, you know, I watch the History Channel. Um, And, again, going back to martial arts, you have to fall under someone to get educated. And if you want to expedite your process, get under a master and learn from them because they see your blind spots. Mm. You know, the great ones, the great guides... Know how to put you in positions to work on that thing that you're lacking, you know. Mm-hmm. So if you're if you're dealing with patience, a great guide, a teacher, a coach will put you in a position where you have to work on patience because they're front loading it. Hey, let me get you patient now because when you go into the boardroom, when you go into big business, when you have to sell, you know, settle and complete a uh, a big time project. That's not the time. Going back to sports. You don't want to drop the pass in the championship game. All right. Let's get you dropping as many passes in practice. Work on that. So when you get into the big-time game, you're like, I've done this so many times, I know what's going to happen. Same thing in business. I have worked on contracts so much i have had to be patient and do the process that now when you put me in here in the boardroom i understand i deserve to be at the table mm. again if you don't believe in you as an entrepreneur especially then there will be no one else that believes in you people will pat you on the back and say oh you're doing a good job but when it comes to the transaction they're like ah oh, well you know we're going to go with a different direction mm. Because you don't believe in your product. Mm-hmm. I like to tell people, if you have a product, especially, you should rep that product until there's no end. That's the other thing that I've learned. Rep your product. Talk about your product. Not in a cheesy salesperson way, but we have to think that there's people in the desert that need water, and our product is water. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, So if someone needs coaching... Hey, you're struggling, and I am the person that can deliver you out of X because I provide Y that answers Z. A lot of times we lead with what we do, not what we provide. You know, Mm -hmm. oh, you know, I'm a life coach. No, you're not. That's what you do. What is it that how do you help people? I help. You know, people dealing with trauma from teenage years and molestation and this, this, and this. I help them come to a place of grace to understand that it wasn't their fault and how to transition. That's what you really do with life coaching. You know, it's not that I'm a life coach. Everybody can say they're a life coach. What is it that you do? Who are you delivering? How are you helping to serve somebody? How are you showing somebody the solution to their obstacle? And if a lot of us started to think from that perspective, this title, get rid of the title. What is it that you do? I help entrepreneurs that struggle in clarity get clarity on their message to better connect with their community. Connections don't mean networking. I'm talking about I got to connect your mind to your mouth, to your spirit, to your Mm. body so you can connect to your community and build engagement helping to boost your social media presence by 40%, helping you to avoid the 25% of people that shut down their business in the first two years. No, clarity is what you need. Clarity is what I provide, but you got to switch your mindset. You don't Mm. believe in you. Mm. You don't believe in you. Stop selling this and using all the motivational words and motivational memes because they don't work unless you do. You don't believe in you. The reason why your affirmations don't work because you don't believe what you said when you went to sleep. And now Mm -hmm. that you don't woke up, you don't believe what you said to yourself last night. Mm. You know, so let's get some clarity on what you do. When you're telling people what you do, tell them how you help them. What water can you give them because they're thirsty? Stop leading with, you know, salting crackers with people that's hungry. That is gonna (laughs) be dry. And then this one person, (laughs) this one person is gonna come by that has water and next thing you're going to look and be like, why is everybody over there? Because they needed water and you was giving them salt.
0: Mm. Mm. I like that, man. I like that. I like a lot of the things that you were just touching on about um, not just, you know, cl- like having clarity and clarity in who you're serving and why and leading with that. But mm. I think it was powerful to call out that, you know, if you're seeking refuge and entrepreneurship to escape things that you were dealing with today. We're here to tell you entrepreneurship is not a safe haven for that. You are going to have to deal with those things. If you don't want to get up on time for your nine to five. As an entrepreneur you're gonna struggle with time management uh, if you can't follow through and execute at your nine to five as an entrepreneur you're gonna struggle with organizing and organizational skills when it comes to your business um, so I think that's just super super powerful uh, and uh, I think a powerful message for entrepreneurs around branding and around really challenging folks to say stop focusing on the the title and um, the what of your business and focus on the why. Why are you in this space? Um, why are you? Why why should people be seeking out your services? Again, you're thirsty. You're in the desert. I am a water bearer. That's what I have. I have water for you. I can help you. I can help hydrate you. Like that's what's going to be powerful. That's what's going to resonate. That's what's going to allow you to connect. Um, and the last thing I'll say is, I really appreciate you you two. Uh, uh, letting uh, us know, and our entrepreneurs know that you know when you're talking about connection, you're not talking about networking. Like it's, yeah, like that's that's that, that, that is yeah. baby stuff. This is deeper than that. This man said, "I'm trying to connect your your mind to your mouth to your heart, so that you can connect with and your your spirit. Com- your spirit, so that you can connect with your community." Like that's where Kurt, the connector comes yep. in, man. I, yeah, that's fire. So that that's again another a whole other bar. It's a nice little uh. Uh, slogan, brand, uh, synopsis, uh, for yeah. our
2: listeners about what you offer, man. That's fire. Yeah. And that took me a while to figure out. I will tell you that took me a while to figure out. It was one night, uh, about 11 o'clock and it, it hit me. It's like, this is what you do. Mm. This is what you've been doing. Like I have been that person that, you know, I first started off like, man, everybody has that friend that seems to know everybody or know everyone. Or know like man, I need a I need a new tire. Oh man, go down there and talk to, <laughs> go down there and talk to Devon. Man, he got he he got tires. Man, he's a good dude. Man, tell him Kurt sent you, and uh, he'll take care of you, man. Tell him. Matter of fact, he gonna give you good two good tires and pick up my lemonade for me when you pick it up. Go down there, man. send him Kurt sent you, and they show up. Hey man, Kurt sent me down. Oh man, Kurt, good people. I got you. What mm-hmm. you need? You know what I'm saying? And that's where I was like, man, I've been doing this, pretty much all my life in a way. Like, I've just been mm-hmm. the person able to connect people because, you know, I didn't, you know, I was on, I will say it, you know, I got free lunch at a moment, mm-hmm. you know, but I always made friends with the lunch lady, you know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they would used to say to me like, Kurt, do you know everybody? Like, dude, anywhere you go, you seem to know so Nope, I don't know everybody, but I know how to connect with people. And I know that when you're hungry, The most important person to connect with is the person to give you food. Food. So I always made friends (laughs) with the lunch lady, you know what I'm saying? So I could get that extra chocolate milk or get that extra piece of pizza, you know. And so from that is where I learned, like, hold on, hold on. Take a step back. What have you been doing all your life in a way? Connect the dots. Well, Mm -hmm. I've always been connecting and been around people. But then I said, let me weaponize it. Let me really Mm -hmm. turn it into tactical. Let me make it operational you know i like to say i'm uh i'm I'm the seal team six of connect you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. is is we 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 shoot reload refire and 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 do it all again while moving you know i've turned it into a weapon like you can leverage this to influence and move and know who to connect and then build a good rapport to where if somebody comes in you know if jimmy was going to pennsylvania he said yo kurt i'm going up to pennsylvania i'm like hey jimmy you going you're still trying to work out yeah man but i ain't find no gym up there hold on got you mm-hmm. hey man i got my friend jimmy's coming up he's looking for a good gym do you mind if i give him your number he connect with you he's probably gonna call bop bop, bop. yep hey jimmy this is the number when you get up there i've already i've done the warm setup all yeah, you got to mm-hmm. do is show up talk to him he knows you're coming you got a gym for a couple days up there boom and then when you walk away you like man i would have never well hey let me bridge that gap you know let me see what you need let me find the person that needs needs you and you need them put y'all together and then it's a match made in heaven dope dope dope
1: boom kirk the connector Uh, Again, digital brand consultant specializing in creating strategies to build concrete branding and electrifying marketing. Man, helping you to connect your mind, your body, your heart, your heart uh, spirit to your message that you can connect with your community. Um, So we're talking about connection. Right. How can our listeners and our viewers out there connect with you, Kurt?
2: Man, it's just that easy. What you heard. Look it up. It's just that easy. It's not even hard to find. Look. Look, I say, you know, it's like the saying: if you knock on the devil's door too many times, he ain't he ain't hard to find. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm not hard to find either. <laughs> just just as you, if you type it in, you look for me in the communities. You start saying it, you know, not to use the devil as the analogy, but you know, it's, it's not <laughs> no, hard. It's a candy man. We yeah, yeah, it's candy candy man. There you go. Candyman, candy man. Candy man. Man. Candy man, candy man. Yeah. Candy man. Candy, <laughs> oh, man, candy no. man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hold up. Let me let me take that back because the movie's about to come but, out i
1: know it is about to come out
2: but yeah man when it comes to you know branding marketing looking for that again i believe in that's why i call it concrete branding it's like how do you create branding that sticks and really resonates to where people know your silhouette people know your voice people know what you look like you know going back to the water and the desert analogy people laying out there on the sand dunes they know you showing up by the sound a camel makes The way you look on a camel, all of that is branding, but then you got to market it, you know, but then first we got to get some clarity. So, yeah.
1: So hold on. So for our folks out there, uh, the handle is at Kurt the connector. You can find him on Instagram. That's where we connected first. Uh, And definitely, again, with our folks and deeper than the brand. Uh, so you can find him there uh, and I'm sure on other social media platforms as well. Uh, but this is just the first part. We're going to come back yes. and, and talk about more of what you just said, right? Making that brandy concrete and making it stick. Uh, so definitely for our uncompromising entrepreneurs out there, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for watching. Please show us some love, comment, like. Man, Kurt dropped so many different golden nuggets. Let us know which one was your favorite or which one resonated with you the most. If you want to reach out to us, uh, first of all, especially for our fellows out there, you can connect with us on Facebook at the Uncompromising Entrepreneurs Group. You can always follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and, of course, on YouTube, all of those different social media platforms at the Uncompromising Entrepreneur Podcast. Uh, DM us. You can also send us an email, info at uncompromisingcoaches.com if you have questions or want to learn more about our services. But, damn reach out to Kurt again, connect with him on Instagram. I love the content. I've been learning a lot from you, uh, even more so just watching, uh, what you do and how you do it. So looking forward to talking a little bit more in depth yeah. about those things as well. Uh, so to all of our, our listeners and our viewers out there uncompromising entrepreneurs, uh, God bless y'all and stay encouraged. You have just listened to the Uncompromising Entrepreneur Podcast, hosted by Jimmy Gonzalez and Duvon Watts. Thank you. And we hope that you pursue your passion, create profits, and build a legacy. Until next time,
0: y'all.